Welcome to Uphill Conversations, your ride-along partners for your emerging future. Everything in life worth having is uphill. You can't go uphill with downhill habits. It's time for another show. Are you ready to be inspired? Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Uphill Conversations. I'm your host, Tim, and I'm so glad you can join me as you are living your life and heading towards your emerging future. Hopefully you are eliminating any downhill habits and canceling out all agreements with limiting beliefs. And yes, it is so true. You can be more, do more, and have more. So hey, what's up out there in the world? Hope you guys are doing well. I am actually not in the studio uh, today. I am actually broadcasting or not broadcasting, I'm recording, um, in my home. And um, I haven't done this in a while. And so I was like, it's raining, it's kind of, I like it, it's kind of chill. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this podcast um, this evening, and I'm going to do it from my home. And um, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of cool. It's just chilling out. As long you know, if you hear some click, click, clicks, you'll hear my lab walking around because he needs his toenails trimmed. So, uh, yeah, that's my bad. I need to get his toenails trimmed. But anyways, so what's been going on? Um, we have been making some changes, working on the show and some shifts and stuff like that. I told you about some guest co-hosts that'll be coming on. I can't wait to introduce these guys. We're trying to figure out which way we want to do it. We don't know if we want to do one by one or I'm going to bring all three of them in. I got three people I'm excited and we're going to do some round robins. I'll be doing some solo shows and um, but then I'm going to be doing some guest interviews um, or co-hosting interviews with guests as well. So i um, got some other guests coming up on the show that I'll be interviewing. I'm excited about them. Um, a lot of authors that have some incredible books coming out that I can't wait to share with you guys. And speaking of books, um, there will be a little lull you'll notice in the social media as we're making some shifts there as well. But um, eventually that'll be ramped back, back up and um, we're going to be doing some giveaways. And so a lot of authors or people that have been guests that also have written books, they're going to be sharing books and we're going to um, give them away. So you'll have the opportunity to score a book and hopefully you will read it because um, these folks have some incredible stuff um, that they're putting out into the world. Always remember that you can connect um, at uphillconversations.co. You'll find all of our social stuff there. Also, if you know someone that you think would make a great guest on the show, someone that knows how to go uphill and will be willing to have a great organic conversation and uh, put it out there, um, have them go to the right on the homepage and you'll see uh, be a guest. And you can put yourself in there or someone else. Please do so. And if you want to just connect with me, please do so at Tim at UphillConversations.co. So um, as I was saying, I'm going to be doing a solo thing. And um, I made a compilation of a lot of things because I've been thinking a lot about improving life, just life and life improvement. And, and it's funny because I think you're going to have to have a great imagination 
you know, if you want to improve your life, you need to tap into your imagination. It's not just these things that you desire, but you need to open up your imagination. You need to be, you know, creative. You need to think differently. You're going to have to make some changes. You have to change your point of view, lots of other stuff. But anyways, what triggered it for me was I had a great um, conversation with someone here recently, and they were telling me about how they got in trouble at, at school, um, last day of school on, on their um, senior day. <laughs> and so we were having this conversation and they were telling me what they did. Well, what they did was they ordered a whole bunch of ladybugs from an online like Amazon or something. And what they did was, um, there's like 1500 in a, in a pack. And what they did was they put them in these different classrooms and opened up the little thing and all in the ladybugs just came out. This is on the last day of school. <laughs> And so, um, so anyways, it was just kind of like release the ladybugs and I'm out. So I was sitting there thinking, I was, I was like, wow, I haven't heard of a, a prank like that, <laughs> you know, um, ever. And so I was thinking, I didn't even know you could buy ladybugs online to tell you the truth. I was like, you can buy like, like a pack of ladybugs. <laughs> so anyways, but just in that, in the conversation, we were laughing and, and, and so forth. And, um, I was just like, wow, you know, that's, you know, it's very imaginative and, you know, a little crazy. Uh, but I started thinking about, you know, with what happened, like that outcome for that individual, it didn't go well, obviously. Um, and they needed to make some changes in, in their life and make some things to improve because they were kind of headed down a, down a road of kind of being um, a little out of sorts like that. And, you know, ladybugs turned into other things. So, I just thought about, you know, just that creativity and applying it. But, you know, what if you allow if you allow yourself to tap into that type of creativity and imagination and you put it to work for improving your life? You know, I think imagination coupled with curiosity can lead you to a world that you've never known nor experienced before. If you allow yourself to be curious, allow yourself to be open, allow yourself to use your imagination, you may be able to see your life have some changes in it or improve your life. You know, for me, improving my life, you know, when I think of it, I say this all the time to people, but mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and spiritually, like those are high priorities for me because when I grow in those areas or when I can improve in those areas, you know, that's going to help me with my relationships. It's going to help me with the way I show up in this world, the work that I do in this world and how I can make a difference in this world. So what I did was I, I collected a bunch of different thoughts and things that um, that I think about all the time, and I want to apply them to improving your life. So I'm going to share with you briefly eight ways, um, which I know there's thousands of ways that you can work on improving your life, but these are eight things that came to mind for me that I wanted to share and that I have little takeaways for you. So let's just jump right into them. So one of the ways you can improve your life, it's around fears. You know, it's around dealing with them and facing them, right? We know that they exist and we need to take them on. So there are two types of fears, though. You got to think about this. A, a great guest we had on our show, Greg Centineo, shared this, and I thought it was so great. But there's an appropriate fear and an inappropriate fear. So an example for, the, you know, what, like, what does that mean? Um, you know, if I'm in the middle of, if I'm in the ocean and there's sharks swimming all around me, um, that's an appropriate fear because I'm in real danger. But if I'm standing on the beach, you know, a hundred yards away from the water and I see sharks and I'm afraid, you know, that's an inappropriate fear. Um, because I'm not in the water and I'm not in any danger. Well, 
in our lives, we have that. We have to, we have to understand what we're facing. Is it appropriate? No, identify that fear. Name your fear. Allow yourself to step up and face it. I recommend that you you even look for some relationships. You know, get a buddy system. You know what it's like? You know, I grew up around, you know, some places where the neighborhoods were pretty tough. You know, you always felt better and less afraid when you had buddies with you because there were more of you to be able to help and support one another, right? Well, when it comes to fears, if you're a person and you want to improve your life and you struggle with it, you know, build a better buddy system, people that can help you when it comes to your fears, appropriate fears and your inappropriate fears. But you want to walk with those buddies because when you walk with them in that buddy system and you're really facing these your fears that you have in your life because you want to improve your life, you know, these people can walk with you as you take them on. And it's great, great company when you're challenging fear and facing fear, right? But the other thing I want to say is this. Even if you are afraid, I say, you know what? Do it afraid then. You can still do it afraid. You know, it's okay. Embrace it. Do it. Take a chance. Take a step. You know, we're always going to have fear. It's time that we face fear. So the second thing that I want to encourage you with is exercise your right to choose and embrace change with the belief and desire for better things that you have within you. You want better things. You know, if you have the choice between best and better, I always say choose better. You know, if I'm the best, that means, what, am I done? No, I want to get better. But exercise your right to choose and embrace change. But it's got to be with belief and desire, right? So if things aren't working, let me just put it this way. And it's not yielding the benefits value or even the you're not seeing the physical equivalent of what it is that you want, believe, and desire. Maybe it's time to pick a new direction. Change. You got to change it up. Um. But if you're going to change, you can't just make a change and move on. I want to give you a piece of advice here. If you're going to make changes and you're going to move on, first thing that I want to recommend is clean up any messes you've made. Okay, just don't don't just walk away, leave a mess and move on. I see too many people doing that. I recently just experienced a, a lot of um, things in my own life, but I've witnessed and I've been watching so many people make changes and they leave a mess and they just walk away from it. And that's fine. You can do that. My encouragement is, is to clean up any message you've made, but also create a new plan and invest in your now for the life that you want to live into tomorrow. So change is very important for us. Change is something that we have to do if we want to improve our lives. But I want to say this as well around this idea of change. Change is constant. So I would just recommend get better at it. Practice it. Practice change. Figure out ways, simple things that you can do to practice change. The key to the ability to change is a changeless sense of who you are, what you are about, and what you value. I'm going to say that again. That's a great quote from Stephen Covey. And it's a, it's a very, it's very important. It's so important that you have this type of guiding principle. The key to the ability to change 
is a changeless sense of who you are, what you're about, and what you value. So here's the third thing, and this is also a big one. Admit your mistakes and failures. I was recently listening to uh, the Tim Ferriss show, and he had an amazing guest. I mean, this guy does long form recordings, and I mean, it's like I think this thing was like two hours long, and I listened to the I couldn't stop listening, and then I've since listened to it four other times. And he had a guest, Catherine Hoke is her name, and um, she does um, I think it's Defy Ventures. But I recommend you go listen to this episode, Tim Ferriss Show. You can find them on iTunes. You can go online, look up the Tim Ferriss Show. But look for the episode with Catherine Hoke. And um, she um, is she has a uh, the name of the episode is The Master of Second Chances. And she actually has a book coming out around second chances. But it's she works with inmates and she works with them on helping them uh, become entrepreneurial as they're as they're coming out of prison. Um, there's a lot more to it. I just want you to listen to it. I think it'll be so much better than me trying to, um, you know, regurgitate it out to you. But one of the things she shared as it related to her story was she said, share and not get caught. So when it comes to the third thing I'm sharing with you, admit your mistakes and failures, she says, share and not get caught. Too many times, that's what we do. We're waiting to get caught when what we ought to do is admit our mistake, admit our failure, share it. That's what you can feel good about. You want to improve your life? Share and not get caught because you admit your mistakes and your failures. Um, The fourth thing that I want to share with you is refine your goals. If you haven't established any goals, well, and you want to improve your life, well, that's the first place I would say to start. You know, sit down, make some goals. Don't feel bad if you haven't done it, but you need goals. You know, Um, you got to understand that in order for me to even make a plan, I'm going to have to set a goal, right? And if I want to reach my dreams, I'm going to need goals. I'm going to need a, I'm going to need a plan. I'm going to need goals. And I'm, then I can reach dreams, right? So it's important if you want to improve your life, you're going to have to refine those goals. And if you haven't established any goals, you need to sit down and make some. But if you have goals and, and you're not seeing the results um, that you were hoping for, you know, maybe take some time, sit down and uh, talk to someone, uh, think through what the goal or goals uh, that, that you've set, you know, think about what they were, why you made them, you know, what was the purpose, um, and then how have they worked, how have they not worked, what's your plan like with them, but then possibly spend some time just refining them. All it takes is a little shift, a little turn, a little twist, and it's amazing what you can do. The tiniest shifts can make all the difference in the world. I mean, it's amazing what two-degree bump on a, on a thermostat will do, and it can change the way a room feels, right? It's just that two degrees. Make the changes re- through refining what it is that you've set for goals. But I want to give you a little tool that I like. You've heard of SMART goals before, right? But here's a simple tool that I like, and I've just... Um, I've adopted one with an ER. It's a smarter goal. So it's the same um, understanding concept of setting a goal, but you know, the S, it's an acronym. The S is specific. The M, make your goal measurable. The A, make sure your goal is action oriented. But this is one I like. It, in place of where relevant normally would be this R, this R is risky. In other words, get out of your comfort zone. 
Make sure that your goal is also getting you out of your comfort zone because then it's amazing how much that can make an improvement in the life that you want to live. But then also you have the T, which is time keyed. And then another letter that was added into this for smarter, the E-R, the E is for exciting. Does it excite you? Do you want to, if you're going to improve, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, I want to get better. I want to get better. And like, but we're not having fun at doing it. I want to improve my life, but it's not exciting to me. It's not taking me out of my comfort zone. I want to be excited about what I'm doing. And then lastly, the R, the last R is relevant. So once again, that's a smarter goal, S specific, M measurable, A action oriented, R risky. In other words, not in your comfort zone. T, time keyed. E, exciting are relevant and relevant being where are you how does this how is this relevant to where you are what your goals are and where you what you wish to ultimately accomplish right so the fifth one that i want to share with you is belief in yourself this is a big one um because behavior follows belief you're wondering why you do certain things you're wondering why you act a certain way well it's all based on what you believe Because no person can consistently behave in a way that is inconsistent with how they view themselves. Eventually, the real you is going to come out. And if your belief is less than, your behavior will be less than. It's going to be below. It's going to be, if you're saying that you behave below average, I'm going to want to know what your belief is. What do you think about yourself? Um, I tell people if, you know, like when I was a kid, I remember growing up, I would hear things like, well, if you think you're a loser, you're going to act like a loser. If you think you, um, you know, you're not capable, guess what? You'll never be capable. What do you believe about yourself? Because your behavior is going to follow your belief. The sixth is be intentional. Now, there's a great book I recommend reading. It's called Intentional Living by John Maxwell, um, um, someone who I adore. I've, I've followed him since I was 22 years old, and um, just an amazing man. He's written so many books, very simple, very practical. Um, there are simple principles that um, you can apply to your life every day um, that he writes about in his books, but they're transformational things, things that actually bring real change in your life. And if you're going to improve your life, you need to be intentional. And one of the things that he talks about is that people who embrace intentional living move from a life of observance and wishing into a life of action and doing. And I want to say that one more time. People who embrace intentional living move from a life of observance and wishing into a life of action and doing. Now, guess what? This can be uncomfortable for some people because you know why? Deep down, they don't believe their life can make actually make a difference. But if we want to improve our life, what we want to do is move from a life of observance and, and wishing into a life of action and doing. We're going to have to do something about this. We need to be intentional about this because every life has a purpose and every life can make a difference. And if we embrace the lessons of living intentionally, man, you're going to see incredible improvement in your life. And a couple of thoughts that go along with being intentional is I want you to know that there is a difference, though, between, you know, good intentions and intentional living. There's a difference. 
And I believe when you're intentional and you're living intentionally, you get to discover more about your unique purpose. That's going to help you improve your life right there. You're also going to embrace the mindset of valuing and adding value to other people because people are so important. You're going to develop partnerships. It's going to be easier to develop partnerships with others to make a difference. And then you're going to create these habits. You're going to make a habit of anticipating and and seizing opportunities for intentional acts of kindness. I mean, just think about that. What if you could make a habit, you know, for anticipating? I mean, just even anticipating and seizing opportunities, right? For these intentional acts of kindness. And then what's going to also help, help, help you and what's going to happen is you're going to make better choices. And I think those choices are going to connect to a life that really matters to you. Once again, that's what we're talking about. Ways to improve your life, right? So the seventh that I want to share is, and this is a tough one, <laughs> Because I remember as a kid, I man, I was so undisciplined in so many ways. Um, I mean, even now, as a you know, as a grown man, you you can find where you lack discipline. Um, but the seventh one is welcome discipline. And one of the best ways I ever heard um, discipline described was from a guy named Paul Martinelli. And you know, he's a simple guy. I think he's from New Jersey. And what he basically said was. Here's what discipline is to me. You give yourself a command and you do it. That's what it is. That's it. You want to improve your life? Welcome discipline. In other words, give yourself commands, do it. And then you do it again and again. Because I'm going to tell you, willpower is not enough. Too many people fail by just trying to use will, willpower. Willpower is like good kindling. It gets, some, it gets, it gets something going. It's, it's the kindling that just gets the, the fire started. That's it. But what we need to do is we need to get a hold of the discipline because the you have the willpower to get started, but what you want to move to that next level in your life is going to be discipline. It's going to help you stick to it. It's going to help you say yes when you should say yes, no when you say no. And then the eighth one um, that I want to share with you is develop a growth mindset and shed the fixed mindset. That's a big deal. Growth mindset, that's what you want to develop. Fixed mindset, you want to get rid of it. Carol um, Dweck, which I'll have all this stuff in the show notes, but she has a great book um, called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And and let me just, for those of you who wonder, what's a fixed, what's a, what's a fixed mindset? Well, she puts it in a very good way, and I'm just going to read it verbatim from her book. The fixed mindset creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. If you have only a certain amount of intelligence, a certain personality, and a certain moral character, well, then you'd better prove that you have a healthy dose of them. That's pretty intense if you're going to have a fixed mindset. But if you want to improve your life and you want to see things go to that next level, how about this? A growth mindset. Now, a growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts. Although people may differ in every which way, 
in their initial talents and aptitudes, interests, or temperaments. Everyone can change and grow through application and experience. Man, that is so good. People can grow. They can change through application and experience. So you want to improve your life? Hey, develop a growth mindset and shed the fixed mindset. And you know what? I'm going to throw one more in here. I know I said it's eight. Well, guess what, guys? It's nine. (laughs) So it's just because I'm thinking about this. And and earlier I brought up, you know, if you're going to face fears, you know, have a buddy system. I just can't, you know, if you want to improve your life, I'm noticing this. I've discovered that my, that, you know, you have some, we all have an inner circle. We have people around us. You know, Jim Rohn said, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And if you think about that, we're the average of that. The, the, the five people we spend the most time with. And I mean, and maybe that's outside your own home, but you know, that's where I would view it just outside my home. But you are the average of those people. What are that? What do their lives look like? What are they like? What do their relationships look like? What are they spiritually like, emotionally like? Not judging people, but you want to start thinking about those things because that's the buddy system. It's an inner circle. Like begin to spend more time. You want to improve your life? Look at who's putting things into your life. Look at who you're getting influenced by. You know, leadership is influence, right? You're either leading or following. And I believe that we should all be leading one another. Sometimes in my in my relationships, I got a friend, he's leading something. I'm following him. And then we take turns, you know, then I'm leading, he's following or she's following or whatever. We, we know how to lead and follow. But the main thing is we want to be leading in all the things that we do because leadership is influence. And it's so important. I would just get a piece of paper, if you could, a a printer paper or something, you know, blank white paper, multi-purpose paper, draw a circle on it, put your, put an X in the middle and that's you, or draw a stick figure or whatever. And think of five, the five people that you get the most from. And, or the five people that you would like that to be in the middle there with you in that inner circle. And if they're not there, How can you improve your life by inviting them in? And if you have people in there that it's not working, it's not strong enough, it's not good enough, uh, maybe you're, you're not adding value to one another, you know, make another circle outside of that circle and move them out. Doesn't mean you're getting rid of them. It's just there's that inner circle. And then maybe you put them on the edge or a little bit outside of it. I, I believe I don't shed and get rid of people. I don't just, people are not disposable, but there is an inner circle that I believe that needs to be maintained and held and really taken care of. And the way I view it, um, Dr. Henry Cloud has a great book. Um, it's called the power of the others, uh, the other, and in there he talks about, you know, having a corner for a person in your life and you just need to, you know, check out the book. I'll put it in the show notes, but I believe that people are supposed to put power into your life, not have power over it, not even put power under or or away from you or just withhold. We're to put power into one another. We're to empower. We're to add value to each other. We're to help build one another up. So I know I said eight and I gave you a ninth. So it's a bonus one. 
So in a quick review, eight ways to improve your life. Number one, hey, fears, know they exist, take them on. Second one, exercise your right to choose and embrace change with the belief and desire for better. The third, admit your mistakes and failures. Hey, remember, share and not get caught. That's your third one. Admit your mistakes and failures. Number four, refine your goals. Use that smarter technique. Number five, believe in yourself. Six, be intentional. In other words, live a life of being intentional. Number seven, welcome discipline. Give yourself a command and do it. Number eight, develop a growth mindset and shed a fixed mindset. And then the bonus one I gave you, which was number nine, grow your inner circle. So I just hope this is uh, this is helpful. I hope that you can take some of these, think about them, get a journal. Nothing listens better than a blank piece of paper. Write it down. Grab someone in that inner circle. Talk to them about it. And man, spend some time with the eight plus one giving you nine ways to improve your life. I want to thank you for listening in. And this has been another episode of Uphill Conversations. Always remember you can be more, do more, and have more. Your current condition does not match your emerging future. And always remember everything worth having is uphill, but you cannot go uphill with downhill habits. But most importantly, you will see me on the hill. You've been listening to Uphill Conversations. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the show at uphillconversations.co. See you on the hill.